Hi listeners, you're welcome to another exciting episode on the Talk to TJ podcast. On today's edition, we'll be looking into marriage and some important conversations to have with your prospective partner before saying, yes I do. Before we get into that, I'd like to first start by saying a big thank you to everyone who reached out to check in on me after the last episode. Uh, TV episode on a dark place and a big bag of entitlement. Uh, thank you all. I- I'm fine. Again, I'd like to admonish each and every one of us in the house to please be prepared to come out en masse in the forthcoming elections to vote. I will not fo- force my candidates on anyone, but we all know the right person for the job. So please guys, let's vote right. As long as you have your PVC, you don't have any reason not to vote. And don't sell your vote. The money they can give you. You don't drop and finish that day. If POS go even allow you to collect them that day. So please guys, you can see the current situation of things right now. Let's vote right. In the second week of January, I got two of my classmates who got married and that was like some sort of a wake-up call for me. No pressure, no pressure, but it kind of gets to you. You realize that you're not young anymore. <laughs> oh more, I'm getting older. <laughs> All that baby boy for life talks slowly fading away with every new wedding with every new with every new wedding invite i get and for the first time in my life i'm thinking about marriage hmm. a young Muslim boy living in the trenches of nigeria do not need these things In all of my 24 years on earth, I have learned a lot of things for my parents' marriage. The marriage spanning well over three decades now, if I'm not mistaken. And as a matter of fact, I'm still learning. There are some things I, I would like to do differently though in my own union. When and if I do ever decide to get married because I've really not made that decision yet. I don't know if I want to get married. I hosted an interactive session on Zoom the other night and the topic was on joint accounts in marriage. A good idea or bad idea? If yes or no, why? It was fun hosting this session and honestly, I learned so much. And I highlighted a few points too to talk about on the show tonight. I think the first point I took home from that Zoom session and I was to marry the right partner. See guys, it is very important that the person you choose to do forever with is kind and understanding. The person is compassionate and has little or no trait of wickedness in them. Because marriage is a lifelong commitment and trust me, 
you do not want to do it with the wrong person unless of course maybe um you're a fan of the kardashians and you like the idea of a broken home because me i know i don't i do not believe people change you already know doing courtship and dating the attributes and character of your partner you already know the kind of person they are i mean this is the very essence of dating and courtship so do not give us horse shit by saying this person changed no they did not they've exhibited that character long before sometime before in the past you only just chose to throw a blind eye at it i guess that's where the famous line love is blind comes from people are good at pretending quite all right i do agree to that but i do not think people are perfect at pretending so much as to not sleep up even once not possible I also am an advocate of living with your partner for a period of time, you know, before getting married to them. There is so much you discover about them during that period of cohabitation. Another point I picked from that Zoom session was that there are conversations to have before walking to the altar. Before that long, solemn walk to the altar, before saying yes, I do, before that shy kiss on the altar, there are some purposeful conversations you should have with your prospective partner. And trust me, these conversations, they might not go so pretty. Many a times, people have discovered that they do not really have compatibility with their partners just by having these conversations. They are what I like to call moments of truth because ugly truths are revealed and that innate nature of your partner will be displayed on a 75-inch HD screen. Some of the conversations you could have with your partner could include conversation on finances. Yeah. You got to have conversations about finances. How the bills will be split. Financial goals to be set and a suitable plan to help you actualize these goals. You see, we can all agree that money is a very delicate issue in every relationship and that is why conversations about finances is a very important discussion to have with your partner before getting married. Don't don't shy away from it. Mio, <laughs> I want my kids to be transformed babies. I would not build that empire all by myself. My queen has to be actively involved and she has to contribute accordingly because one of my child is going to 
is going to play football. That one has to be born in Europe. Has to go to either Lamisha or Cobham or, or, or Cobham Academy in, in London. Either Lamisha in Spain or Cobham in London. <laughs> one of the two is going to have first-hand knowledge about football. Right from as as they all they born them like this. Congratulations, welcome to this world. This is your boo can't do that all on my own some of that another, another conversation you could have with your partner is on sexual compatibility yeah that's right are you on the same sex drive or or is one more Maya Khalifa than the other don't let them too loud, don't let them too loud. But yeah, sexual compatibility is an important component in every romantic relationship. You want to satisfy your partner. You don't want them looking outside. Although, calm down, calm down. Although, that still doesn't guarantee they wouldn't look outside anyways. But... It's usually helpful if you do your bit and then you clear your conscience of any and every doubt. You've played your role, you've done your part. Yeah. So even if he looks outside, <laughs> even if he or she looks outside, you know it's not your fault. On that on that side though, ha, not be your fault at all. Because I like to confess that I, for one, I have a high sex drive and I'm not even ashamed to talk about it. So, settling for a partner who only wants us to have sex once in a month would kill me faster than the Ebola. <laughs> I can't even settle for once in a week sex. So, understand the needs of your partner. Tell them what is expected of them. Also, it's marriage. You need to be aware of your partner's sexual history. Yes. Yes. Ask about their body count. You deserve to know. There is nothing like what is in the past is in the past. Eh, eh. It's marriage. That past could come to haunt you later. So you have to be aware of the past so that you will prepare for it in the future. There's no such thing as a repentant slot. You run in, you know, they once a community dick. <laughs> Always a community dick. I shall know they retire. Another conversation you could have with your partner is on parenting style. The method of parenting you wish to adopt in training your kids has to be another vital conversation to have with your partner. Is it the traditional road approach? Is that what you you would prefer? Or would you wish to break the chain of command and Go for the more subtle approach of dialogue. 
personally i want my kids to be free and open with me so free so open with me that no matter the trouble they get into i want them to be able to say let's talk to daddy he won't judge and he will know what to do yeah that's the kind of relationship i want to have with my kids because trust me everything you did while under the tutelage and guidance of your parents i mean everything you did your kids would do way more <laughs> and they will hide it even better with the, the phone sharp guy sharp guy og <laughs> og they go run you street or under your whole roof no reason now no reason now this jazzy this jazzy kids no reason now you think you're smart? <laughs> These Gen Z kids are smarter. And, you know, I'm open for therapy too. As a solution to resolving some issues. Boy oh. would I have turned out better if I had therapy as a kid. When most times I just completely shut out from the world and withdraw into my own shell i will go days without saying a word to anyone in my house my parents thought i was just being a sport kid but that was my own way of dealing with pain I was depressed a lot as a kid. I had a lot of anger and unexpressed emotions bottled up inside me. And I know now, I know now, now I know, I know that therapy would have helped me a lot. You could also have conversations about career goals. This is another important conversation to have with your partner before taking that bold move. That bold move forever together. Marriage as a union means growing together as one unit. One person's growth should not impede the others. Rather, it should uplift yeah as you are growing let me grow as you are getting higher let me get higher too don't get higher and i get lower no without a career plan let's be honest without a career plan the finances are going to be shit or let's maybe <coughs> oh, yahoo yahoo yeah maybe unless that goes you need a career to get your finances right, you need a career, a legitimate career. I want my partner to soar in her feed. I want to be her biggest fan, sharing her hope through her successes, while also providing comfort and warmth in her failures and setbacks. And I would want her doing the same for me. So you have to discuss your 
career aspirations with your partner what you expect from them and also how these aspirations impact your future together now this message is for us men we should just understand that it's totally okay for your wife to earn more than you do yeah your partner perfectly okay for her to earn more than you do i know no it doesn't have to be an issue if you marry a compassionate and kind person it will never be an issue because i'm speaking from experience yes i would not like to get into that right now but i am speaking from experience and i know this for a fact that your respect your honor as a man is not cut short is not even cut a little bit your mother your manly ego it is not affected at all if your woman earns more than you do if that woman is compassionate and kind it will never be an issue Another thing you might want to have to discuss with your partner is on religion and spirituality. I I am from a very religious home and the daily 5am Fajri prayers we observed in congregation every morning doubled as family bonding time. It, it didn't just it didn't just serve as a means to connect with Allah or to help with our spirituality no it, it was way more than that because every time every time I stand feet to feet with my brothers it brought us closer together as siblings Fadri prayer time as a kid growing up served as both a connection to Allah and with my siblings too. I I want that for my family also. Religion is a big part of our lives in Nigeria. Let's not lie. Let's not even deny the fact. Yeah, we are big on religion over here in this side of the world. And when starting a family, conversations about it should never be neglected. Life, as I have come to realize, is a spiritual journey too. And there is no negotiating it successfully without the guidance of God. Eh? Where village people fool everywhere. You want to do life alone. Without God. (laughs) I won't say more than that. My family... My own family will be built on the pillar of Islam, inshallah. You want to have talks about family too. Because her family and your family coming together, two distinct families coming together, embracing each other's cultures, embracing each other's traditions, embracing the totality of yourselves comes with challenges too so you have to talk about each other's families 
your your family traditions your your expectations for future relationships and any potential conflicts that might arise how do we handle issues concerning families when they arise another key point i like to i would like to personally i would like to have with my partner another thing i would like to discuss with my with my partner is communication i want to discuss communication styles i want to discuss how we handle disagreements how are we going to how are we going to give and receive feedback when i tell you i'm upset how I, how how are you going to react talk to me let's communicate let me tell you how you're supposed to react whenever i'm upset and you tell me the same thing too because communication is a very important concept to me very very and like i stated earlier silence and shutting off from the world is how i deal with pain and anger but after that period of silence I want the issue addressed. I want to talk about it. I read a book somewhere and from the book I picked up a method of conflict resolution amongst partners. I adopted this method of conflict resolution in my own relationship. I called my girlfriend said babe there's something I need to tell you about. There's something I need to talk to you about. Whenever, whenever we argue or we fight about something, no matter how mad either party gets, it is a rule that we do not go to bed without addressing that issue. Yeah. No fights between us lingers till the next day. I read it in a book. It's a conflict resolution in relationship. I read it in a book. I adopted that method in my own relationship. And I must confess that this has really helped the relationship. Because I've had to cut my my period of silence short. Sometimes I like to go days not wishing my goal now i i know i have a window of just till midnight <laughs> so yeah my silence stage cut short and i have to deal with that problem i have to process it quicker than i would normally do because it is a rule we don't go to bed mad at each other we are going to we are going to talk about it before we go to bed very reasonable communication is key in any romantic relationship 90% of your issues should be addressed with dialogue once again I'm a fan of couples therapy some other conversations or questions you could ask your partner Is that you press toothpaste from the bottom 
or you are amongst the unfortunate people that press from the middle? Do you watch soap off the wall after beating or you usually wait for the slave that you put in the house to come and do it for you? Obeni, do you like AC? Have you got like at my sofa and you know? Then also, do you flush the toilet after use? Abi, you leave it to rise. Hey, brother, auntie, before you sleep, before you get on the bed, do you wipe your feet? Or you just jump on it, ant-man, ant-woman? See, having these conversations can help build a foundation of trust understanding and mutual respect in your relationship and this can benefit you throughout your marriage it's not every time what's your favorite exposition ah ah you say rest now sex will not sustain your marriage neither will love these are date questions but Surprisingly, these days, date conversations mostly just revolve around sex. Flirting your way closer to that coochie. Shameful. Back to some of the points I picked up from that Zoom conversation that night. Another point I, I took out was that you should not be you should not allow yourself <laughs> don't, don't even allow yourself to be made a housewife eh? it's the 21st century we have electric vehicles now and women are taking the bull by its very own i'm becoming front runners in so many fields women are breaking bounds and are overachieving so why why would you want to settle for August wife? You want your only title to be wife of so 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 and so. You want to spend the rest of your life under a man's shadow, being just the cook, caregiver, and a means for sexual satisfaction. That's all you want. That's all you want from life. Would really be a miserable way to live. I love ambitious women, and my mother is an ambitious woman. At the age of 59, my mom just got her second degree in nursing. No letting finance, marital responsibilities, or age hold her back. 59. That woman inspires me so much. I look back at my undergraduate dates. My undergraduate days, brother. In my hundred level. I stay with my uncle and his wife, although the sweetest woman. For she was a full-time housewife as at the time. Because she owns she owns an itchy now. And then I I try to understand why because if 
financially she completely depended on her husband that's my uncle now down to the very last thing she couldn't even afford to buy a box of matches if she wanted to i do not understand why anyone would allow themselves to be that dependent on a person in the absence of that person god forbid what happens to you to your kids men who encourage the idea of housewife just want to have complete control over you because no money no freedom forget finances do you not have dreams do you not have aspirations marriage does not stop anyone from chasing their dreams it doesn't we are well past that era of women belong in the kitchen now women belong wherever they want to belong I will give you all the comfort in the world. Just stay at home and take care of my own while I provide. Run no, no grief. In relation to what I've just said about housewives, as a husband and head of the family, if you want to do, I'm the man. So therefore. I'm responsible for all the bills. Whoa! <laughs> all the best for you because you only die before your time. I've been around healthcare workers all my life and I love what I see. They marry amongst themselves. You you see a lot of doctor nurse, nurse pharmacists lab scientist doctor union a lot and that in turn produces an exponential growth and success two gainfully employed professionals i mean what do you expect with the right financial plan and the discipline to follow up you could touch the skies if you want to marriage is a union and nothing about it should be done solo. Don't carry and pull for head. See, only you. Don't. Don't. You cook by. This episode, yeah, this particular episode was inspired by my friend who just got married. Mofi has always been a motivation and. He's someone I respect a lot. And I, I, I really wish him a successful and happy marriage. Favor two. <laughs> I I was lost for a tiny second when she walked down the altar. Or walked up to the altar. I, I, for that tiny second, I imagined that that was my wedding. <laughs> it's 
crazy because it's crazy because what they didn't know was that I wore a cavalier under my agbada that day. <laughs> those those love bullets flying around can't touch me. No, I snapped out of my imagination very quickly. Mm. A war, a mike, <laughs> young boy, marike, <laughs> a bego. <laughs> Marie scares me every time I think about it. I'm surprised I was able to go through this episode thinking about marriage all the time, man. <sighs> I think we've reached that point where we just have to whether we like whether we like it or not subconsciously consciously it just starting in me you know the next thing in life now is to get your bag up and marry well you can still marry me while you get your bag up it's a tough country to think about marriage it's a really tough country to think about marriage because everything happening right now oh <sighs> my should be the least of our concerns right now because more I'm really happy for my friends the whole group I'm really happy for them and congratulations to you guys too all the best I wish you all the best it is with a joyful heart that I also announce that we surpassed a hundred total plays on the podcast. Yay! <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you all for listening and supporting the boy by sharing my link always. Also, I opened my I opened my anchor app one morning and i was like oh, i haven't recorded any episode in a while let me check what's going on with my podcast let me see if there's any changes anything and i went to my audience and i saw that i have audience from four new countries four different countries and they're not just they're not african countries four four it was the highlight of my day. I was positive throughout that day. I was motivated, so motivated that I I I, I, I have done two consecutive episodes now in one week, like two back to back. I think these are the kind of things that makes you push harder. That possibility that you could go viral. That possibility that. You just could reach the entire world and you have the entire world listening to you, listening to the topics of your podcast. That little possibility is why you work harder, is why I'm working harder. And yes, so I I wanted to do more. And this is just a, a big shout out to my new audience in the United States, the United Arab Emirates. Germany and the Republic of Antigua and Barbuda. I look forward to getting to that with you, especially my audience in Antigua and Barbuda. <laughs> Corner Street, bro. It is the first time I'm hearing about that country. The first time in my life. And when I saw it, I was like, Antigua and Barbuda. What country is this? And I had to go look it up on Google. Guys, you will not believe Antigua and Barbuda is a small island country in the Caribbean with an estimated population of 100,000 people. Very 
just 100,000 people even in an island. Ah, that must be... That, that is what living the life feels like. I clicked on the image session. I was curious and I was like, hmm, what kind of island is Antigua and Barbuda? Let me see. Clicked on the image session on Google and guys, what? Antigua and Barbuda is paradise on earth. That place is beautiful. I'm definitely adding that to the list of countries I'm visiting. Definitely. Well, I'll draw the curtain here, guys, for tonight. I, if you listen long enough to this point, I I really want to thank you. Uh, I, I will see you next time, next week. By God's grace, I hope the foil in me still pushes me to record another episode for next week. And yeah, um, same station uncle you know where to find me thank you guys good night